Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host. Oh, my voice went a bit there. Me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And look, it's such a great podcast. Two pages of links to do. Loads of them. Loads of them. So I'll just jump straight into them. Otherwise, I'll be here till the cows come home. Whatever that means. And we start with the Crystal Palace winger, Andros Townsend. He was alongside Max Tiny Rushton and Darren Bent on TalkSport Breakfast. Andros spoke about his teammate Wilfried Zahar and said that he should be playing at a higher level. I don't know if he means like on an altitude perspective, like uh, like Everest, for argument's sake. Let's find out. Maybe he does. Wilfried Zahar could play for the very best in the world. He's the most talented player I've ever played with and he should, he could be, should be playing Champions League. I'm very grateful that we have him at Palace. Everyone's grateful that we have him. Um, if we have him beyond this window, we'll be even more grateful and I'm sure he'll knuckle down and have another great season. So the answer is he deserves to be playing at the highest level, but as long as he's a Palace player and hopefully it does continue beyond this window, we're, we're grateful and delighted to have him. Now, this is Drive with Aidan Goffey. They had some callers talking about Joe Hart, who's currently without a club, and they were asking the question where the former England keeper could go next. Here are some of the answers. I would imagine I've not heard it. I was out of my haircut. Not getting it short, just having the split ends taken away. A free kick from Gareth Bale past the wall. Hart dived away to his left-hand side. Tommy's a Chelsea fan. How are you doing, Tommy? Good evening, Adrian. Even Goffey. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, I'm a goalkeeper coach, actually, so okay. I'm not really passionate about this. Joe Hart, he was, he was actually my favourite goalkeeper in Europe between about 2009 and 2013. Yep. I remember when he came back on loan from, uh, from Birmingham and Mark Hughes was manager, and he had a shootout between Shea Given, who was still good then, and Joe Hart, and he picked Joe Hart in the opening game of the season against Spurs, and it was nil-nil, and I've never seen a goalkeeper make as many top-quality saves as I did see Joe Hart in that game. And the thing is with Joe, he, he was an unbelievable shot-stopper, but that was his saving grace. What he lacked was he didn't have command of his eight-in-yard box. He was a big guy, but he punched a lot instead of catching. He didn't have great distribution. His handling wasn't always great. So, unfortunately, when he got caught out, and you know, Goffey, you spoke about, he's always buzzing, he's jumping up and down. In goalkeeping, we have a thing called the set position. So, as the shot's about to come in, we need to be completely neutral. And the thing is with Joe, if you watch him, 
he used to bounce around a lot on the line, and he was always slightly off balance, and forward started picking that up. So that shot that came in just to the left, just to the right, it completely caught him out. Um, I love Joe Hart, but the thing as well that I noticed is, if you look at that trio of England goalkeepers around 2012, you had Joe Hart, Jack Butland and Fraser Forster. Where are all of them now? None of them are absolutely nowhere near the England scene. I'll tell you why. Goalkeeping as a position has evolved. And unfortunately, those three goalkeepers, who at the time were three of the best goalkeepers, not just in the country, I, I love Jack Butland, but they haven't evolved. Um, where do I think Joe Hart will go next? I look at, you know, he needs to bite his ego. And I think for Joe, if there's no, the only chance he's got playing in the Premier League, for me, is if he bites his ego, takes a step down, goes to the Championship. Because I look at Championship clubs, you look at goalies like Scott Carson, Tim Krull, Camp, Randolph, Westwood. The Championship clubs love an experienced goalkeeper. If he could gamble at a club, who may be a top nine sort of team, get the playoffs, you might see Joe up back in the Premier League that way. Call of the day, flipping. <laughs> That's brilliant, outstanding. I, I tell you what, everything you say there, I'm, uh, you know, soaking up every single word. You as a keeper coach, uh, talking uh, the way you are, and you're you're so right. I agree that goalkeeping has uh, evolved, but and I don't think Joe Hart did evolve. It doesn't mean he's not a good goalkeeper. And doesn't it feel within your heart of hearts, not just as a with your goalkeeping hat on, Tommy? Does it not feel? Just doesn't feel right that he's not playing. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like I said to you at the start of the call, aid for me, and you know, I've got my um, FA and UEFA handbooks, Joe Hart's on the front of them. You know, this is somebody who I think, even though we've got great goalkeepers coming through, why is Joe Hart not around the camp? He was this sort of senior figure. He was a great goalkeeper. You could see younger goalkeepers would have looked up to him. You know, I'm not getting in the way of the Hendersons and um, the Heatons for me and the Pope, who are at the moment the best English goalkeepers. But a Joe Hart, just having around the camp, but I agree with you. I, the reason I called up is because Joe Hart, for me, growing up as a young goalkeeper in academies and into men's football, I looked up to Joe Hart, and it is quite sad. That's why I called up today. <laughs> Now, this is the mid-morning show with Hugh Wozencroft and Clinton Morrison in for Sawyer and White. And after Bolly Bollingoli's COVID-19 rules breach led to the postponement of Celtic's next two Scottish Premiership fixtures, former Hoops midfielder Chris Commons said the player should be sacked. Everyone needs to be sacked. Get him out. Sack him. Although, he does have a point. I think what he's done is selfish. He's had total disregard for himself, his family, his teammates and their families. And then also to keep it secret and playing the game against Kilmarnock, knowing that he's not quarantined. You know, the team had been in a hotel previous to the game. So I don't know anything else that he could have done that could have been even worse. You know, it's a real, real touchy subject at the minute. So, yeah, I would hand him the uh, severest punishment and sack the boy. And for Bolling Bolingoli to leave for just one day to Spain and not quarantine, like I said, I just think it's a complete lack of respect for the management, you know, the physios, the medical department, and ultimately his teammates. He's let everyone down. Make an example of him because I do think it's a, an absolute disgrace what he has done. Now, the second test between England and Pakistan gets underway today, 11am, down in Southampton. And skipper Joe Root spoke about veteran fast bowler Jimmy Anderson, as well as the loss of Ben Stoke, who's out for the rest of the series due to family reasons. Right up in the block hole, and Stokes has dismissed it beautifully through wide, long on for four. Ben Stokes is equal to absolutely everything that's been thrown at him so far. It's a huge loss for us for a long period of time. He's been, you know, arguably our best player. Um, offers so much in all departments big leader within the group as vice-captain as well. 
Um, and of course, we'll, we'll miss him dearly. Um, and we're all thinking about him. It's an opportunity for someone to come in and, and try and fill those boots. And you know, that's, that's always exciting for someone to take on that challenge. And whoever gets that responsibility has to really try and step up to the plate and, and trust in their own game and, and help, us, help us hopefully get 2-0 up in the series. As Anderson comes in once again. Oh, it's a beauty edged! I think to question Jimmy's ability and um, his record, do that at your own peril. There's a reason he's got so many wickets over such a long period of time. It's because he's a consistent performer. and I don't think it'll be long until he's back in the wickets big time. You know, I think it'd be very silly for us to write someone like Jimmy off. He's still as dedicated as ever. He's working very hard at his game, you know, looking very good in practice. So um, I don't think it'll be long before he's got another five for next to his name. And John Norman will be hosting a daily podcast, the following on podcast, reviewing each day's action with a unique take and insight into the events throughout the test. If I've not sold that, nothing will. Time for Hawksby and Jacobs. This is clips of the midweek. Basically, some classic clips from 2006 that they've packaged up and called clips of midweek. So it's not midweek. It's clips of 14 years ago. But that wouldn't have the same. Anyway, just play the clip. We start with our sadly missed former cricket correspondent, Jack Bannister. Alan Graham, good morning. <laughs> good, good, good morning and good morning to you. Uh, here's Alvin Martin talking music. I've got one here from Mark in London that says, the worst songs ever, Anything by Dido. Or, or, or Dido, Dido, I think she became known. That's right, yeah, yeah. Here's uh, Kelly Cates and Gab Marcotley here taking a call on kickoff with what we like to call a TED situation. Mm. Are they world-class players or were they good players? Well, it depends what you call world-class. Were they? I mean, David, 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 can I ask you a question? I mean, you know, I mean, they play okay. for England. I mean, it depends what you're all world-class. I mean, I, I think they're, they're international players who were all doing, David. you know, did great jobs. Ryan Clough's uh, career finished early, but David. that's just my opinion. Four, four, four men who were... Uh, played internationals and became great managers. David, can you hear me? He was world-class. I mean, you know, world-class Stan Collis. Who was, was world-class in Stan Collis today? <laughs> David. You tell me. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> David, you David. Yeah, that, there we are. Chains of uh, Ian Collins there. Ian's in, sorry. We should play him that clip. Yeah. Uh, this is Mike Perry. Right, well, here we go. Ian in plural <clears> says, <throat> what about Michelle Pfeiffer or Jane Seymour? Both still lovely looking. Well, Jane Seymour probably is just over 50, but Michelle Fifa's not, is she? Fifa? <laughs> He's so football, isn't he? <laughs> Michelle Fifa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now here's Mr. Parry joined by Alan Brazil. <laughs> mm. It is unbelievable. Is it? Why? Why? Hey, what happened? What, the, the Welsh language? <laughs> It is well, just know, a different language. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's Welsh. <laughs> it is actually a different language. Yeah, that's why it, it is, is yeah. Welsh. Yeah, yeah. Over to Fisherman's Blues now, and Keith Arthur with a caller. Can you help me out? I'll try. Can you tell me who make Nash fishing rod? Yeah, a company called Nash. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gordon. <laughs> Fantastic. Who say. makes biter footballs? Yeah, well, exactly. we'll help you there as well. Uh, back to Big Al and Beaky speaking to racing expert Derek Tomo Thompson off the back of a big win. Mm. Tomo, good morning and congratulations. A big double yesterday. 
It's nice to get it off, isn't it, occasionally. It's yeah. lovely when we do, and, and thanks for all the emails. I mean, we don't get it off every day, but it's it's rather nice when we do. It certainly is, Tomo. Thank you very much for sharing that. Jim Proudfoot here in a clip we've always enjoyed. In that game in Moscow, I'm delighted to say that joining us now live from the Russian capital is Talk Sports Russian correspondent Igor Monichev. A very good evening, Igor. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night. It's the best. Second language, for goodness sake. Now, a bit of contrast here. First, Andros Townsend on breakfast praising Wolves for giving clubs like Palace the belief they can one day compete with the big clubs. And then Adrian Durham with a slightly different take on things at Molyneux after their mammoth season came to an end in Europe on Tuesday night. Last night, that is, unless you're listening on Thursday. Then, of course, it's two nights ago. Or Friday, then it's three nights ago. Or Saturday, then, of course, four nights ago. Or Sunday, and then that would be, well, you've worked out five. And then if it's Monday, well, you need to sort your life out because a new podcast has been out. I don't think the fact that they've spent loads that never does equal success. You look at Fulham, you look at um, Villa almost going down. So that doesn't turn into immediate success. So, yeah, and I think they've shown the last two years, they've given the clubs in the bottom half of the table, they've given us the belief that, if we do start well, if we do get things right, we can kind of mix it among the big boys and kind of cause an upset. So Wolves and, and Leicester, they're definitely kind of inspirations to the teams all fighting uh, below the top six, top seven. And a Campos has got his head to it to steer it in past Rui Patricio in what could well be a late, late knockout blow for Wolverhampton Wanderers. My main takeaway from the Nuno post-match was he basically said, I need a lot of players. If, if anything was a message, an ultimatum to the Wolves board, then that was it. And if players start going and players aren't coming in, then that's going to be a massive problem for the manager. I think you all need to just wake up. You've all had this great journey, it's, but it's ended in nothing. At one point, you thought it was going to be top four. At another point, you thought you were going to win the Europa League. Nothing and no European football next season. As good as it's been, and nobody's denying it's been brilliant, right now, it doesn't look so great from a Wolves point of view. They may not get relegated. He may not leave, but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as good as it's been for the last three years when it comes around to next season at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now, last night, Danny Kelly hosted a kickoff special, Clubs in Crisis. Danny was joined by those who run clubs, those who look at the numbers, and more importantly, the fans themselves. This was the take of Julie Bundy, a Bolton Wanderers supporter, having seen her club go through administration and relegation to League Two. I can remember my mum and dad taking me down to Burnden Park, even on the coldest of nights with a flask of something hot. My first impression of Burnden Park was, wow, that's a big park, can I go and play on it? My love for Bolton carried on from there and will never diminish. I love my hometown club with a passion. I've already done the highs and the lows. The highs were amazing, the lows are what they are, but we got back up and we made the good times. We can do the same again. And don't forget, if you missed that show, you can, of course, listen again via the TalkSport app. Now, back to Drive. This is Aidan Goffey talking about animals, including Goffey's pet hamster. But first, Cundy's phobia of moths. Scared of moths. What? Didn't he? Oh, scared he is, of yeah. moths. He said it's their bodies. <laughs> He's scared of it. I mean, moths. <laughs> what are you scared of? Anything? Well, snakes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's they can kill you. I mean, that, for me, that's normal. Not all of them, obviously, but... I mean, you'd be definitely be scared of a rattlesnake, wouldn't you? I mean, that's... that's... Well, yeah, I won't go up to it and tickle it under its chin. <laughs> I've got an hamster. <laughs> I've got an hamster, a female hamster, and it's called Stuart. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's 
Stuart Little is really one of my favourite films. Yeah, but Stuart's a bloke's name. Don't matter in this day and age, does it? <laughs> it's a female, and I call call her Stuart. She loves it. Absolutely loves it. Comes to us. Absolutely perfect. Back to Andros Townsend once more, and he recalled the time Big Sam Allardyce, or Breadhead, some ex-players call him, dragged the Palace players into training at 6am. Oh, I'm a professional footballer on millions of pounds. I had to get up early. Pathetic. Get a life. Just jealous. We had one with Sam Allardyce. We lost 4-0 to Sunderland. Dragged us in the next day, 6am, uh, waiting around. He didn't turn up until half seven. 6am. So he he turns up at half seven. So we're waiting for an hour and a half. And then he drags us up into meeting. We had to watch the whole the whole game again. But the whole game. We had to silence. sit and watch it. Yeah. Complete silence. Oof. Did anyone say anything? Did anyone like no. pass a little note to no. someone else? Complete, complete silence. And did you all watch it, or you were just sitting there going, "This is just terrible." What a terrible <laughs> you watch, sport. you watch five minutes, and then you kind of you, your mind starts to wander. Simon Jordan here. You and I are both listening to the Talksport Daily podcast. And we finish with the best bits of my show, Any Gold City Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from ten pm. Oh, incidentally, there is a sports bar special on Sunday night from ten pm after live commentary of Man United semi-final in the Europa League. So make sure you join us for that Sunday night from 10pm. Unless, of course, the game overruns and then it'll just be an hour. In which case, we'll be getting the same money, like eight quid for one hour's work. Happy days. Anyway, here's the best bits of my show with him last night. Yes, of course, that music means one thing. It's time for uh, Jason's little helper. What's his name from yesterday? Uh, Novak. It's time for Novak. Novak to go and get Jason a cup of coffee as we can relax and play play your cards wrong. The rules are very simple. You've got to get every question asked you wrong. What have we got? Uh, general knowledge, history, TV and film and music. Okay. And are you ready? Uh, born ready with us. Who plays Alan Partridge? Ice-T. <laughs> <laughs> name three people who oh, have played God. Batman. Uh, Schnorbitz. <laughs> Um, Charlie Brown and Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Who discovered the internet? Freddie Lundberg. Who was the captain <laughs> of the Titanic? Alexandra. That's there it. we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, Alex. The first. <laughs> Alexandra the second. I quite like one word answers now. Yeah. Just Dave. Just the first name. Yeah. Okay, again, no right answers. No right so answers. You, you, we're going well. You survived. We're going well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. All right. Jay, ready for a bit of history? Good luck, Jason. Cheers, mate. Who was the first man to fly across the Atlantic? It's going to be Nigel Havers. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Who invented the game lawn tennis? Cliff Barnes. <laughs> wow, what? Dallas. Yeah. What is the world's oldest photograph of? Um, the moon. <laughs> oh, that might be real. <laughs> Why did the Roman Empire collapse? Because God. Um, his legs buckled. <laughs> Who drove the first car? Um, Barry Manilow. <laughs> And you ready? I'm born ready. Come on, on Stinks. Good luck, Stinks. Thanks, man. What did Christopher Columbus say when he found the new world? Oh, I keep thinking it's a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Who started the Great Fire of London? Eddie Nitschvesky. (laughs) Who who lost to Donald Trump in the 2016 US election? Frank Carson. (laughs) Who became the first mayor of London in 2000? Roger DeCourcy. (laughs) Name the two people who founded Google in 1998. That was... Sewellen Ewan. Oh, well done. 
and Brian McFadden. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening to Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily. You can, of course, listen to us on the TalkSport app. And, of course, we're still available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast, or wherever you get your Poddingtons from. But if you add the TalkSport app to your phone, you can listen to all the podcasts, plus all your favourite radio shows as well, which obviously would just be mine. I'm back on the Sports Bar tonight from 10pm, alongside the fun boy. So until then, have a great 24 hours. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.